Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Boston pays a high price for religious viewpoint discrimination. We're going to be talking about the recent developments on faith and freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Liberty Council recently received a check from the city of Boston for $2.125 million in final settlement of the Christian flag case. This case began back in 2017. Holly, we've talked about it many times on this program, but now this finally puts the punctuation at the very end of the sentence because this finalizes the case that began in the summer of 2017 where Hal Shirtliff, the founder of Camp Constitution, wanted to be treated just like anybody else and he wanted to have access to the public forum that the city of Boston said in its policy was open to all applicants. And what he found out was it wasn't really open to all applicants, it was open to everyone unless your viewpoint happened to be Christian. Boston, unfortunately, has had to pay this high price for censoring a religious viewpoint, which you don't want to do that. No. <laughs> and they... as a result, many other cities are now taking uh, heed uh, of this case and uh, regarding their flag policies as well. Yeah, for example, a recent uh, debate took place in Connecticut at a city council meeting, and these kinds of debates are happening all over the country, but this is just an example and what has happened here is the city decided and they voted the majority, I think it was a three to two vote, uh, three Republicans against two Democrats that were on the city council, to institute a new flag policy. And the flag policy would be that it would be just government flags. So it would be the United States flag, the state uh, flag, and the city flag, and no other flags would be flown. The reason is, is they did not want to open up a forum the LGBTQ groups, the pride groups, they were all up in arms protesting, oh, this is discriminatory against them. They wanted to have special treatment. Of course, they didn't want to allow anybody else in the forum. But once the cities start going beyond the state, the city, uh, and the United States flags, the government flags of the various three branches or three levels of government, and they start opening it up to other kinds of flags, they open up, in a general situation like Boston did, a forum for various other private organizations and people to submit their own personal flag. And what you've seen happen is a lot of these cities decided to open up their flagpoles to push various kinds of political agendas like LGBT, the rainbow flag, the pride flag. They allowed that, and then they wanted to exclude others. In Boston... They not only allowed the pride flag and the LGBTQ rainbow flag, mm -hmm. they had the transgender flag. Uh, they allowed a wide variety of individuals and organizations to raise flags of different countries. So one day you would have on the flagpole the flag of Cuba, communist China, for those that were celebrating, amazingly, Mao Zedong and the communist revolution that Mao brought into China. Then you would have a competing group, those individuals who also were Chinese, Asian descent, and they 
wanted to fly a flag that was pre-Mao for representing what they want to present as the true China, not the communist China. So they had all these different kinds of flags. And in that case, you had opposing viewpoints, pro-China, anti-China. Then Hal Shirtliff wanted to just simply celebrate the Constitution. Seems fair enough, simple. The form not only included the City Hall Plaza, but it also included one of the flagpoles that was on the City Hall Plaza, where you could raise your flag during your event. And it would be obvious when you're doing that that it's a private organization, especially if the event's going on at the same time. And that's what he wanted to do, to raise the Christian flag to acknowledge the Judeo-Christian heritage and history of Boston, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, and the founding of the Constitution. You know, but I think it's important for us to note, Matt, that this is not to boast, okay, Liberty Council got this big check, which uh, actually covers attorneys' fees and costs, because all these years, it's been many, many hours, attorneys and, and others that have put into this case. So it's not we're doing this to boast. And of course, we did lose four times at the lower courts and then got the nine to zero win at the Supreme Court. But this affects all religious viewpoints. I mean, if someone wants to have a Bible study on public property or some other situation, they cannot be discriminated against. And this case helps stamp that freedom. Yeah, so it is far greater than whether or not a city has a flagpole that allows people to use the flagpole. It's not about the flag. In this case, the flag started the issue. But what's the issue? The underlying issue that transcends the flagpole, transcends Boston and goes across the country, is whether the government can target Christian viewpoints for exclusion while giving preferential treatment to other secular viewpoints. And, you know, I think so many people are getting that because, you know, every time we put a press release out, we get a lot of uh, media on that and people retweeting it and seeing how important this case is. And it comes home to every individual who has a religious viewpoint. Yeah. So one of the first applications of this is obviously with the other cities that have these policies. I think you're going to see a lot fewer uh, pride flags Uh, after this case than before the case because the cities realize what they've done is they've opened up the forum. Typically, you're not having private individuals fly their flags on the city property. But the application of this is very particular to what's happening around the country. And what happened in this case is the same thing that happened in Coach Kennedy's case. How Shirtliff could fly the same flag, assuming he viewed it as secular. He called it a different name, right? Just give a secular name to it, non-religious name. He could fly the same flag. But if Hal Shirtliff wanted to refer to that flag in the application as a Christian flag, if his viewpoint about the flag was that it was a Christian flag, then that was the reason it got banned. Which is what it's called, so... And that's he's not gonna lie. why he's yeah. going to call it a Christian flag in the application. And the same thing was the Coach Kennedy case, because Coach Kennedy could kneel down on the football field after the game, protesting the national anthem or the flag, or just think about where he's going after the game to have dinner or order pizza. That's okay. But if he kneels down and he's now thinking about praying to God, that's banned. And the city of Boston 
and Bremerton School District in the Coach Kennedy case used the same case, Mm -hmm. Lemon versus Kurtzman. They said, well, we're going to have to censor it because if we allow you to express your religious viewpoint, even though we have a concophony of lots of other secular viewpoints expressed, and we don't have a problem with that, if we allow this one Christian viewpoint to be expressed, whether it's a silent prayer or the word Christian on the application, then the city, the school district in that case, would be endorsing religion. And the justices heard our case, the Shirtliff case, before they heard the, sh- the uh, Coach Kennedy case, That's right. right that's so right. you know there were a relation there, and they referred to our case in their decision. In the Coach Kennedy case, yes. And so now the 51-year-old lemon test is gone. But beyond that, you mentioned other areas besides where you would have uh, the Coach Kennedy case or the flag case, and that would be after-school clubs. Mm-hmm. This has been the same reason why they've banned or tried to ban Child Evangelism Fellowship Good News Clubs or the Fellowship of Christian Athletes Clubs or ban singing Christmas carols during the Christmas season by individual students or choirs. They've done that because they said, oh, well, if we allow Christian viewpoints, then we would be establishing a religion under the Lemon Test. And in so many other areas of life, whether it's a a display of a nativity scene, whether it is posting the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments have also been struck down under the Lemon Test because they said if we allow that, then it's the government endorsing religion. The Lemon Test that they would pull out periodically when it was convenient. (laughs) Right. So all of that's gone. So the amazing thing is that the impact of this case, 9-0, to ultimately was cited in the Coach Kennedy case to overturn the 51-year-old lemon test that's been around haunting the First Amendment for 51 years. That's gone. And there's going to be freedom, more freedom, frankly, for religious free speech and free exercise of religion across the board because of this Christian flag case. Interestingly, as it sounds, how the Christian flag can actually have such a huge impact, but that, in fact, is a big impact. And now the city of Boston... As we begin, they've learned a costly lesson, as should other governments that want to censor religious viewpoints. In this case, it cost the city of Boston $2.125 million, and that doesn't even count their own costs that they used to defend this case for five years as well. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash flag. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.